Hello everyone, welcome back to the Free Four Free Football Podcast. Today I'm joined with Dowd. Hello. And again, Waz. Hi. Guys, happy New Year, first of all. Oh, happy New Year happy to you. Happy New Year to you. Well, not well, a lot's changed. Um Arteta is undefeated, my United are nearly top of the league, they're title contenders, and also Frank Lampard out now. It went from Oli out to Arteta out to Lampard out. So let's talk about Lampard later on, but we should talk about the game yesterday with Liverpool and the Saints. What yeah. do you think of How it? How do you man? feel, man? Man, I was pissed off. Right. Why? I, I was fuming. Klopp, Why? Klopp makes some silly decisions and he has silly excuses. Like there was there's a penalty. Which should have been given, but it's credit it's to Southampton. I know. I love how Klopp's um, called Man United for the penalties. I, um, I, I don't. I don't like things like that. You know, like as a Liverpool, can, I don't like. Can that. I just say something yeah, as, a, as a big Manchester United fan? Yeah. Me seeing Klopp melt down under press conference, uh, that made my day. <laughs> that made my day. Man. Now I don't. If that makes that, your day, congratulations. Oh, no, honestly, because it was reminiscent of um, Rafa Benitez. Right. Yeah. Fact. Do you, facts, remember facts, Do you remember that? Facts, Fact. yeah, I remember facts. Yeah. When he was constantly bringing in the facts. And then we go back to Newcastle. Keegan, yeah. Kevin Keegan. I will love it. <laughs> I will love it if we if they beat them on, you know. And that that rant that Klopp had, yeah. oh, it made my day. We've got to him. We're under his skin. I, I, I agree. And I loved it. I loved Is every it? moment of it. It, 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 was, it was lovely to watch. Um, and I, I, but on a neutral stance, I do feel but like you're not neutral. You're you're Man United through and through. No, so no, no. just I'm, give it to a Man United perspective. So go for you, it. I'm giving you a non-biased view of what Klopp was saying in terms of the penalties. And I do feel like some penalty decisions that Liverpool had, especially the early this season, with like the Mane shoulder, was it penalty not? Um, was it offside not offside? And I do feel like some of the decisions that Liverpool have got, they've got very unlucky, and that could be the the title uh, the, the decision. But see, I don't, I don't, I don't could, see it like that. That could be the difference between well, the who's fa- the winner. The fine margins. The fine margins, But yeah. I don't see it like that. Why weren't Liverpool clinical? Why were they very sloppy in possession? You know, they had control of the game. They were just lacklustre. They looked terrible throughout the whole game. And they had opportunities. I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't think you were sloppy in possession. I actually thought <sighs> you just played very boring. I seen the football that we played mm-hmm. when we were when we had Louis van Gaal. Mm-hmm. And I seen Louis van Gaal manage... Liverpool yesterday, basically, it was just side to side football. Everything, there was no <laughs> penetration. Side to side FC. What I actually believe happened was Klopp, he's lost his defence, let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. You've, you've got about three or four. Lost his defence of marbles yeah. by the sounds of it. No, I won't go that far. <laughs> that, that's, that's drastic, but he's lost his defence. So he's actually called his team into retreat. He's not allowing them to express themselves. Mm-hmm. So when you've got that, you've got Salah Mane. Uh, trying to play defensive. You've already got a defensive striker in Firmino, yeah. which is unheard of, but you guys have created it. And then um, you've got Jordan Henderson, uh, Henderson and as well. Fabinho playing centre-back. So you, literally, he's trying to cover a deficit. If he worked with your strengths, which is your attack, mm-hmm. and just negated the defence, aimed to score more than the opposition, I guarantee you, I think every Liverpool fan, even if you did experience a loss, yeah. you won't be too bothered. I wouldn't care. if if there's go- You know what? Klopp said something to me which inspired me. He said he something goes, to you personally? No, he was in a press right. conference, of course. <laughs> but you know what? If Jürgen Klopp wants to give me a call, he's more than welcome to. Right? Uh, basically, what he said in a press conference is it doesn't matter what, what goes on the pitch because we're not doing important things as the key workers are doing. 
So you're saying like football's nothing in this world compared to what's going on. And it, it kind of inspires me in that sense. But then he says silly things and goes off in press conferences. I'm like, you idiot, what are you doing, I mean, man? I never th- saw a day where Liverpool would use um, <laughs> non-footballing matters to take away from their loss. Yeah, that's <laughs> from, it. From such a bad loss I'm, as well. I'm not saying that, though. I'm saying it's, it's, it's a silly excuse just take it on chin. Look, you lost against a better team, a hard-working team, and credit to Hazard and Huttle for doing I, that as I feel well. Like, I feel like it's been building up. A lot of things haven't been going well for Klopp, and for him to be even in the contention for being a top place... He's doing very well considering all the injuries, all the decisions. Of course. Uh, in, uh, you know, uh, everything that's gone, could have gone wrong for this season pretty much nearly has. And look at who he's playing in the back. He's playing Fabinho and Henderson as centre-backs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, that's testament to him as a coach. This is what makes as him well. one of the best. As yeah. well, yeah. And then also he's built an unbelievable team. I hate saying it, but <laughs> Liverpool's team is yeah. unreal. Yeah. yeah. At this moment in time, you're depleted. You're still up there. You know, you're still top of the league. Um, by goal difference. And, and a game in hand. Yeah, we have a game in hand. Put that aside, you're still there. Yeah. Essentially, what I'm trying to say here is you've built a team. He doesn't need to go off on different tangents and talk about random different things. He no. doesn't need to build a no. team of course, of course. and discuss other issues. He just needs to just face the fact he, they weren't good enough. And yeah. you know what? Southampton wanted it more. Yeah. And I, That's I'm the going to say one thing. Southampton, if they actually had better players and they were clinical, you mean if Liverpool didn't jack their players? No, 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 no. Because they're if, strikers. They when they were leaping from defense to attack and they were counter attacking mm-hmm. uh, Liverpool. There's a few chances. I guarantee you, if Manchester United played Liverpool the same way, and mm-hmm. sa- if Liverpool played exactly the same way when we play Manchester United, we will score three or four. Because yeah. our our counter counter attack is actually pretty good. Yeah, it is. That's one thing do, I've noticed. Do, do you get where I'm coming from? Yeah. Now Southampton didn't have that, but they were good enough. And like Danny Ings' goal, I don't care whether he meant it or not. People are questioning. A goal is a goal. That's all. Unreal. Unreal. I'm yeah. going to say it's an insane goal. They're all professional footballers. They're capable of scoring goals like that. He was capable, and he, you know, he scored it. He was a beautiful goal. You know, like beautiful. I said, credit to Southampton. They worked hard. They were organised. Ings got an amazing goal, and credit Hassan. You know, he he cried. At the end, and I was like, "What yeah. the heck?" Like it meant like, a lot it, to him, didn't got, he? Even I got emotional because obviously he lost nine nil against yeah. Leicester, and obviously yeah. coming back from that to beating the champions of England, it's a big thing. And people call him a B Tech Klopp. Is he really B Tech Klopp? Is Klopp <laughs> the B Tech Arsenal? You got re- remember we were speaking about it. everyone in Europe, European managers. They always always have this certain system, yeah, uh, uh, you know, thing in place. Um, with Hassan Hootl, with Klopp, the thing that they have re- in resemblance is the the press. The gig and pressing, yeah. yeah the, the way they press the ball. And Southampton did that brilliantly yesterday. They didn't stop. Mm-hmm. And that's that's why Liverpool... I mean, Liverpool really should be concerned. Not about their defence. They only leaked one goal. It's yeah. not their defence that was an issue it was yesterday. Going forward, that it was, was going the there issue. forward. Yeah. They only had one shot on target. Not yet. It's a joke, man. It's that's that's what you see. I'm looking at it. I'm mm-hmm. thinking. Hold on a second. Defense wasn't the issue. They had a decent midfield. In fact, they had a solid midfield out. Yeah, yeah. With, it was Oxley Chamberlain, Thiago, and Genie Wijnaldum. I think Thiago Thiago Alcantara is one of the best midfielders in the world. Yeah, and he played all right. You, I no, he, he played, played a good decent. game. Yeah. I just, Brilliant player. I just think. Even from the wing backs, it's just your right side. Yeah, Salah, Alexander, um, Chamberlain, Arnold. and Alexander Arnold were so lacklustered and terrible. Trent, Trent is—he's not—he's not a right back. That to be honest, he's—he's—he's he's, he's he's like a right midfielder. Or Beckham was. Th- this That's is why I picked Reese James 
ahead of Trent. No, I get that. And I, I didn't mention it. Trent Alexander-Arnold's great at going forward. But he's so, forward. he's so spec going, going backwards, though. Uh, well, that's why I say... I mean, it's one match. I would say just take it on the chin. Like, he can he can be, he can can be afford having mm. a match off. Oh, no, no. I understand. You win some, you lose some. But I've, I watch Liverpool quite regularly and I see Alexander-Arnold messing up quite regularly as well. You see, I'm going I'm to concur with it. that. I Matthew disagree Robertson. with what you said there. It's not a one-off. I think they've played poor quite a lot this season. I think that Liverpool, the, the one thing that swings in their favour is they're that good. You know when a bad, a good team plays bad yet yeah. still wins. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. Liverpool. That's a dangerous team. It's like it's like, it's like what Ferguson did exactly. Uh, on his last exactly. season. Efficiency. If you you're if playing you saw half, if you saw the, the, I don't understand if you look at the lineup that Ferguson had on his last season. You honestly sometimes think, what kind of genius did he have? To even get hot, uh, even even win the Premier League, man. We what, had Danny Welbeck up front. <laughs> no, one, tra- one, Van one, one transfer we made. Remember? One transfer. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, we, uh, we lost the season on goal difference. And that, I think that's what the managers. Well, no, no, obviously that was the season before, but the season after. Yeah, yeah, and then the season we after. Still, we still didn't have he, a great team. He decided, he goes, I only need one transfer. I personally, looking at it, I would have said we need about seven. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. He buys on one you. player, yeah. Van Persie, and he makes the difference. And this is the thing what Klopp has done. With getting out the 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 team players, is he set a new new bar and a new level? Yeah, I get that. But I've always seen his na- naivety with Klopp, where he's he's done these weird decisions and like I get frustrated. This is from the very first season he came in. He does these weird things and makes excuses. Like he's made excuses of the weather and he's made excuses with referee decisions. I'm like, look, take it on the chin. And I've seen it since 2015. But then how, how far can you go with him doing those weird decisions and actually it paying off? And then you're thinking, wow, this guy's a genius. Yeah. Do you, Dude, I mean? don't you, all you can't You can't get it. You, you can't get the mid, don't, mid-ground. Don't all top managers make weird decisions. Jose Mourinho does it, oh, all, he does no, it no, all the time. I, I get that. but Pep, Pep Guardiola did it yesterday. No, but I get, I get that. But he's so stubborn about it. He won't accept... He won't accept his mistakes and learn from them. Like when I, when I see some lackluster Liverpool performances from the Southampton game, the Newcastle game, the West Brom game, I'm like, what the heck is going on with my team? Since Diego Jota has been injured, because he was a spark going forward. Yeah, he was. And yeah. now he's injured, and it looks like no, the front three they're not motivated enough. I think that's where it is. That, motivation. That's one of the things. And I feel like Jota was, there's was rumors the of Mohamed Salah going as well. Going yeah, he, Real Madrid. I, I yeah. think he. I think he's he's just signed out already. He's ready to leave. And I don't think it's. Uh, I tell you what, did it for me was one of the substitutions when he when he did uh, he came off the pitch and he I think he had a bit of a hissy fit on the side through his you know toys out the pram sort of thing. And, and few of them have been doing that recently. And yeah, but I think what happens is you know the pressure, mm-hmm. that constant pressure. Yeah, it gets to you after a bit. And Klopp, Pep, they play that kind of way. Jose does the same thing. That's why they only last about two, three years in any club. And it's not. I'm not saying mm-hmm. they're saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying this is modern football. This no, is what I get we, that. We're subjected um, to. Be honest with you, um, I wouldn't say about Klopp because he lasted seven years at Mainz, seven years at Dortmund. He, uh, he honoured a contract at Dortmund when he almost got them relegated. Yeah, but he also got the European a, football as well. A year after winning the league. He almost got them relegated. No, no, it wasn't a year after because a year after they lost the Champions League finals to Bayern Munich. Almost work. got relegated that same season. No, it was the season after. Mm. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure on that. All and I'm got, saying he is... Got, he didn't get almost relegated. He was where Arsenal were and he got them European football. No, he was. Uh, there was a stage in the season where he was in the relegation zone. Yeah, that's yeah. what... Arteta was going yeah. through and what Klopp did was yeah. got, got back to European football anyway. Yeah, so it didn't really it didn't really matter, did it? So I mean, he's, do, 
He's so are you saying Arteta's the next club? No, Arteta, <laughs> I'm just Arteta, mate. Let's just keep it at that. You know. Um, so what, what's your takeaway points for for the match then? Um, how do you feel? Do you feel like uh, it's a step back? No, it's not a step is back. It, is it a turn for the worse? Or take it on the chin and take it on the come, chin. It's come just, back it's next just week. Poor, poor form. That's all. You know, every team's been through this season. Yeah. And I'll tell you another thing. I said this to you, Dowd, beforehand. I don't think Klopp's going to sign another centre back. And he can't, and it's on Sky Sports News. He says we might not consider signing another centre back. Which I, which I, 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 I did I not mention that you said is that is how arrogant Klopp is? I was like, mm, yeah, that's no. how arrogant you're. Klopp I, is. It's not arrogant uh, as well. It's it's partly to do with how many people are involved with signing a player in the first place, and it's 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 seeing that what kind of problem we have at the moment is we need a centre back, but um, is there any centre backs that would willing to uh, to sign for us? If we do sign for that uh, centre back, then he wants first uh, first team. Um, uh, playing time. Well, first of all, who and doesn't want to play for Liverpool when Van football Dijk comes, club? When Van Dijk comes back, Gomez comes back, uh, Matip come back. There's no, there's no space for that okay. player. That is exactly so, you disrupt okay, the dynamics. Okay. Exactly. I'll tell you one. I'll tell you one more thing about that. Right. So when was the last time Matip's actually been fit? Like, like three games in a row. Last time it was like a Schalke when he was like 20 years old. Uh, honestly, I don't know, but. He's not your starting centre back. No, but Joe it's Gomez. Joe Gomez. Joe Gomez is injury prone as well. Yeah, well, Joe Gomez is uh, injury prone and, and mistake I, prone. I, I disagree with that. Uh, <laughs> Joe, Joe Gomez was quite was quite fit and healthy throughout. No, he gets, he, he gets he a had, few niggles here and there. He gets a he lot does. of niggles. Yeah, yeah, but that's where squad rotation kicks in. Yeah, yeah but then Fabinho's fill that role. Yeah, ish yeah, to but extent. why sell Dejan Lovren and then bring and don't bring anyone in? I know he's meant to bring Fabinho in as a replacement as a centre back. But you should have thought about you never the future. Know. You, you, might, you might see the future in your ranks already. Might do. Nah. Nico Williams, Reese Williams. Nah, Reese Williams was no good, man. I'll tell you right now, he gave this set piece away for him and Curtis Jones, gave this set piece away well, against the, West Brom. Well, the thing is, they would. They're, they're young, though. Is it Nathaniel Phillips? He made, he made a few issues at Newcastle as well. So I uh, won't see the future in the uh, youth system. It's hard because it, I, I would say half the players that. However, um, Nico Williams good fullback. He's good fullback, but half the players in in any even in Man City when they initially came on. Now you would say, oh, the class Zinchenko when he initially came on, he was in. Um, I think Zinchenko is excellent. He's, a, he's excellent. Yeah. He he was a bit um, uh, sloppy Erratic. at the back. Yeah, they always are. There was a uh, Gary Neville, right? Probably one of the best right backs I've seen play for Manchester United. Mm-hmm. When he first started, he wasn't great. But he he grew into the position, and bear in mind, on the other side he, he was starting at a time I was very young at the time, and Dennis Irwin on, was on the other yeah. side. Yeah. Now Ooh, Dennis, Dennis Irwin yeah. for me was Mister so Reliable. Yes, yeah. yeah, Mister Reliable every week, week in week out consistency. That's all you you knew what you were getting, and that for me was uh, uh, the reason why I, I, I look at Gary Neville and I think yeah you know what you can springboard a lot of people, but. Um, me, uh, do you want me to be honest with you? Yeah, go for it, man. Do you want me to be honest with you? I, I don't think there's a problem. Really? I don't think there's a problem. And I'm going to echo what Dowd says. With football teams, there's a business side, there's a football side. Of course, side. I do see yeah. that. So yeah. when it comes to transfers, they look at it. Every player. Well, see, a transfer, you can't just go and purchase a player. You have to do the scouting, you have to speak to the agents. No, no, no. That. You put that aside, you've done all the scouting and everything. Mm-hmm. Buying the player, you're buying an asset. 
Of they course, want to no, know if that. the asset's viable, and it's as simple as that. In January, anyone that's a good enough asset will probably be playing Champions League football. Therefore, they won't want to leave their team. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Yeah, because they can't play for the team They can't as well. play for the of team course, as well. Of course, of course. So I get that. It's, it's just not it's not a feasible time. You get a, a person who's going to bridge the gap. Finding a player to bridge the gap that's good enough for a team that's already excellent, near impossible. I think I, I think there's a few teams which are out there, I and mean, a few players which are out there which can. I, I would a, give a player. Pool. I would suggest a player that uh, right off the cuff right now. But we'll we, we could keep that for, for, a, for another run. segment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so on that note, uh, I know you mentioned Arteta. Now all the talk is Frank Lampard out. Um, what did I say last week? With uh, Chelsea losing three-one um, against Man City, uh, I watched the match and uh, I thought Frank Lampard got his tactics wrong but not I don't think it was mainly his tactics I thought it was partly to do with some of the players not performing and Man City actually just being too good on the day like actually playing like Man City as as you would think so I don't know what you guys think what do you think was I thought City were excellent to be honest with you um, dark horses of the Premier League at the moment slipped quite low down the table quite strange seeing and City dark horses that's yeah. crazy that and um Honestly, I think, I mean, two wins now. If they win the next two the, the two games that they've got in hand, they'll end up one point behind us if we win our game in hand. And they'll be ahead of um, Liverpool, two points clear of Liverpool. So, essentially, I think Liverpool uh, City are actually playing the football that we expect City to play. The Pep Guardiola yeah. football. And um, pl- bear in mind, they played with a false nine striker. In De Bruyne, yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Every single player on that pitch that day, they took a bit of time, 15, 20 minutes yeah. to get, in, get into the oh, game. This is a new system. They're playing with yeah, teams, yeah, not yeah. having uh, players which are injured now. Yeah. Well, once they settled, they took the game by storm. And I, I actually was not surprised, though. That's the crazy thing. I what, wasn't. What was it with uh, De Bruyne's goal, though? You know how um, literally every single Chelsea player was up front, bar Kante. And then Kante tried to obviously clear it and cleared it onto directly a Man City player. This is what I'm trying to say. Frank Lampard does not know how to organise the team. Well, yeah, I mean, in that case, definitely. Um, because <laughs> it's literally only Kante. And then, uh, did you see, he's nearly out-muscled uh, out by another four Man City players that were a lot a lot yeah. faster than the back four of Chelsea. Um, I mean, yeah. I didn't know. I, I saw that and I, I felt like that was the main... Po- uh, defining point of the game where I was like saying you know this is the this is the class difference yeah. between what Man City are thinking of doing on on the counter and look at what Chelsea are doing just piling you know Sam Allardyce tactics piling everybody forward and leaving the smallest guy in the back <laughs> yeah that, that, that was quite funny <laughs> Sam Allardyce at least leave the quickest you know he's but... pretty quick though Kante did well he put him onto his his uh, weaker foot he, he he basically ran him all the way even though Sterling yep. is slightly faster and than then him. when Raheem Sterling hit the post I mean it's lucky that it fell to the groin but yeah. I know what you're saying I get what you're saying but what do you expect Chelsea to do at that point yeah Chelsea want to be where Man City are. What did Man City do? No, 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 no. no they were what? They can't buy the way up to what Man City can well, do. No, no, but what, what did they do? They went and got the best manager out there they can. What, what Chelsea wanted to do was become a farm for youngsters. They wanted to become a farm yeah. and try and get that um, next Messi, Ronaldo. Uh, and by increasing their chances of getting all these youngsters play, um, on loan and stuff... And they were thinking, no, oh, but what's that's the point, our, of, that's what's the point of bringing Havertz and Werner in when you're not going to best out? Well, obviously, they changed, it, they changed it up with Lampard um, coming on and obviously uh, putting money where their mouth is uh, and backing Lampard's vision. But Lampard I, out, man. I'd, 
I think he, I think he's in goal down. How Shiro went down in Newcastle. I feel, I feel like he's not done that bad though. Shiro did pretty bad, but Lampard hasn't done that bad. Yeah, but if you look at what Lampard's working with and what Shiro's working with is a bit different. So Shearer. Yeah, Alan Shearer was a coach. Comparing Alan Shearer to Frank Lampard. Alan Shearer, uh, to be fair though, Alan it, was, a was a lot more yeah. accomplished player and and had a more. Um, How was he a more accomplished player? Please explain. He's the 260 goals in the Premier League. He's the Lampard leader. Lampard scored 25 goals a season coming from midfield. He, he was the highest. Have you seen the two teams they were playing in? Lampard was playing a prime Chelsea team, whilst Alan Shearer was playing in an average Newcastle team. A decision no, no, he I, made himself. He no, could have no. played for Manchester but United. But even yeah. then. <laughs> <laughs> salty he, about that. Like a no, pretzel. I'm not. I'm not. A salty pretzel he here. 995, I remember. Yeah, I'm not salty about it. I'm just saying. He, like, of course, it's a no. He's, he's won his Premier League title with Blackburn. Yeah. So he thought, okay, let me go back and be a legend in the North East. And that's what he did and he was at, he, he I don't think we can we can argue with this if Alan Shearer by Premier far was a, no, the, I'm just questioning a it. better player if if there's a Premier League Hall of Fame Alan Shearer would be number one no he wouldn't well yeah, around would. around number no, one he yeah he, he'd be first no he wouldn't I wouldn't say he'd be first okay okay who would be first he, he never won the Ballon d'Or who Giggs no no Thierry Henry no no he never won a Ballon d'Or Michael Owen won a Ballon d'Or he hasn't yeah Michael Owen won a Ballon d'Or with 17 goals as well yeah, you know it I mean? doesn't make sense. No, no, yeah. no. But point I'm trying to make is a Ballon d'Or is, you know, we use it as a measure to. See nah, how, how I would say I, I, I would say plenty of football fans will argue that that Ballon d'Or is not a measure of that. No, I, I agree it's, with it's, that it's concept. A, it's a bit of a, I think a bit for of eleven a, years, a Messi Lampard out still though. Lampard out. No, I disagree. I disagree <laughs> with Lampard. Yeah, well, Lampard shouldn't be sacked. I know. I think he shouldn't have been there in the first place. That's, that's what I'm saying. Now that though. I yeah, agree with. Yeah. That's that I agree saying. with. That's, that's my but agenda. Frank Lampard that, should not be there. Now in the first that he's place. there, he's learning on the job. It's the same thing with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. He's learning no, on the job. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has had experience before. There's, there's a big difference. You know, a couple experience. of years, couple of years here and there do make a big difference. They're, they're not. They're not. It's not big enough. Okay. Okay. Derby County is bigger than Mulder. Okay. Right. Yeah. So have Derby County played in a Champions League first of all Mulder have Mulder have played in European competitions <laughs> secondly I want I want to see question how many right, goals Lampard and Gerrard who's a better coach out of the two who Lampard and Gerrard you know what honestly I think Gerrard is right why but that's because he's at a team that's dominating the league and it's it kind of no no gives Celtic a dominate the league not Rangers no 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 no, no. Rangers and Celtic are the two teams that yeah, dominate the, the two strength. giants of Scottish yeah, football exactly. But now, so, but only last year they've been dominating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I look at I look at Gerard. No, but he's got the resources. They're not going to let the Rangers, you know, all for I, I would say I no, no. I would disagree because the re, uh, he's been uh, very savvy with who he signed and how he signed them. He's done a, a bit of a Lampard when he was at Derby. And when Lampard did a lot of those backroom dealings, getting the youngsters yeah, from yeah. Chelsea and from the big clubs, Gerrard's done that as well. But I feel like it you can't compare Chelsea. It's a top six big club. Against, no, but I'm just saying as a managerial point of view. No, no, that's the thing. Yeah, in Derby and, and Rangers, I would say they're both com- comparable. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, they're Gerrard's comparable. still learning. Yeah. He's not taking a big job as uh, there's Lampard one thing did. I read about Gerard just the other day and I really respect it. Somebody said, Would you be offered would you take the Liverpool job? I think he goes uh, his answer was and it was to the effect of, um I'd love to have that. It's my dream job. Yeah. But at the moment we've got the best manager in the world managing it, so why would you know, why would I take it? Yeah, I read that. And well. I, I respect that. You know, because he knows his position. Yeah. Now Lampard's done exactly that. He's just taken his dream job. You know, he's, the club that he's managed. Now I'm going to ask you another question. Go for it. Chelsea sacked a Champions League winning manager in Di Matteo 
Of course, yeah. yeah. I remember After that. probably having a similar start to what Lampard has had now, right? Mm-hmm. There's a reason why he, he's been sacked and Lampard hasn't. And it's plain and simple. Lampard's the name. The name, the household name that managed and mentored their midfield and spurred them on to win the Champions League and scored so many goals for Chelsea. He's a Chelsea legend. Yeah, of course. Whereas uh, Roberto Di Matteo wasn't. Yeah. Di Matteo got I, sacked. I, I think Chelsea are very well versed with managers. Yeah. And I feel like they've definitely seen something in Lampard with his vision and how he wants to play. And they must, they must have something that has kept Lampard in the job so far. But I want to know why did they pick, I don't jo- know where. pick Lampard? I, I haven't place? seen it. I haven't seen it. I don't know where though. <laughs> I'll tell you. The inspiration why? came from Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. It's simple. Yeah, of course. You, oh, could, I go down, I, I, you could go down that route, but why did not go for a more proven coach? No, because or a more accomplished coach. No, That's be, what I don't get. No, because proven coaches have because, gone around the block, though, no, haven't they? No, be, I'm not talking about Jose Mourinho. I'm talking about Nagelsmann no, or Ted Ch- Hag. No, no, because Chelsea have a history of um, revolving the door with managers. Yeah. Whereas Man United, we've been um, uh, thriving for that this long-term respect, manager. Yeah. And we had to change, basically, we, we couldn't go for the managers that we had picked before because they weren't having the the results and the longevity. So they had to change it up to what is the Man United way, where we've always stuck by with one manager and actually seen it through. Um, and that's the difference, whereas Chelsea have always been a revolving door manager policy. No, but even Ole Gunnar yeah. Solskjaer, I felt they offered him the job far too early. Like, his contract's coming up now, yeah? in, in At the end of this season, and he's got one more season... Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's contract is going to be up. I expect Manchester United to give him the contract at the end of that contract rather than during because it disrupted his last one. You know when he was interim manager? Yeah. He was he was mm-hmm. given the job too early. Yeah, and course. I felt Chelsea moved hastily as well and given Lampard a job too early because they've seen, oh, United have gone back to old school roots. You know, Zidane's yeah, gone with Zidane's, We'll get rid of him. Zidane's well, a success story. Zidane's a success you story. You got third in Europa League. What, do, what else do you need? You got you got third place. Nah. And you got Europa League. But you were you were saying you were saying about the Zidane. Thing. Zidane's a success story at Real Madrid. We're seeing success stories with other managers. Yeah, managing but it doesn't always work. She, it didn't work with Shearer. It didn't work with Henri when he went back to Monaco. Shearer managed a shocking team, unfortunately. Right, what's he Henry saved them for a relegation. That was like winning the league. Yeah, of course. I do. I do see where he's coming from, um, but I just don't get why Lampard. I think I think Terry would have been doing a better job at Lampard. Terry's never managed. I actually think Lampard's a good coach. He's just he needs. You can't organise the, the defence. Right. How, for... how can you say Terry when he's all he's Terry, had is assistant manager? That's slash my point. Coach. No, no, that's my point. Terry's an assistant. I still think he can do a better job. Do you think <laughs> Wayne Rooney's a good manager? Wayne Rooney. No, I haven't really checked out. Exactly. Well. No. No. Precisely. Precisely. That's the truth. Point I'm trying to make here is Lampard's jumped into the job too early. Now that they've given him that the job... That was my point, no. He shouldn't have been in a job regardless. Yeah, but now that they've given him the job, don't sack him. Let him learn. Because you're going to jeopardise his career moving forward. But will that happen? But no, wh- that's, why a, that's the difference. Why should Chelsea let him learn? It's, it's, a, it's a result for football club. Because it was club. their fault for hiring him. Yeah, but what what do they want? They want they, they need top four right now. Do you think Chelsea can get top I four? I don't think they're bothered about it. I think they are looking for longevity. They're looking for Chelsea him looking to grow. for longevity. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Naturally, Chelsea have this system, just, just yeah, like you said, a revolving door. I don't know if they if they if they can afford longevity or they've got the patience. It's just not in their mantra. It isn't. It's not Chelsea been. Chelsea's not a classy club like Man United or Liverpool. Chelsea, or Arsenal, let's Chel- be honest. Chel- Chelsea have constant, consistently had a manager for three years and got rids. That three years tops, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah you know, it's that Carlo Ancelotti in the bogs of Everton Football Club. It, you know what I mean? 
Like, that's the football club we're talking about. Yeah. Well, uh, how about moving away from Chelsea and let's look at what Man City are doing because they're, they're two games... Um, well, they've got two games in hand and if they win those two games, they'll overtake you guys. <laughs> um, yeah, us guys, you know. Um, Me, personally. So, uh, 29 points um, at the moment, 15 games played. They've got two more games. So, they could be 35 points. Um, and, the, you know, they're, they're in the contention to win the league. Are they I never are ruled they the Manchester dark City out. I never ruled them out. I think at the moment they are because the only reason why they're the dark horse is they're quietly creeping up the table. Obviously, wants to become... It's been very quiet, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. One thing which I noticed with Guardiola is... That might work for in their favour. It works in their favour. Yeah, 100%. it works for them. But what I've noticed is he's trying to organise the back four. That's what he's done. I've, I've seen the football be a bit poor... But they try and get clean sheets. Have you not he, noticed he, that? His his defense is impact. Is the best defense in the Premier League. Yeah, the they've only conceded thirteen goals. Normally, Guardiola used to get criticized for his defense. Yeah, but now he's trying to shape his well, defense a bit more because he has what's to evolve. Changed? No, no, it's no. What changed? Ru- Ruben Diaz. Ruben Diaz and and Stones has come back. Ruben Diaz and Stones with, has come back with Rodri yeah. actually having a lot more uh, playing time with those with the same hundred percent back four. Now of he course. knows how to revolve those triangles I, that I, uh, I, Pep I, loves to talk about. Am I correct? In I saw these, yeah. <laughs> Am I correct in saying Amrik Laporte's on the bench as well now? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Shocking. No, Shocking. no, uh, he does play though. Um, oh no, sorry, he, he's got a hamstring injury no, no. at the moment. Oh right, but yeah, okay, he does. Okay. He he does play whenever he's 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 fit. He has been playing over. Um, well, not recently. This is the this is the weird thing. It's it's hard because when Stones plays, he's actually put out um, Laporte from the from the regular eleven, whereas Ruben Diaz has literally played every single game nearly. Ruben Diaz. You know, we were linked with him two years ago. Oh, we were, man. Yeah, we were, I, yeah I remember. I would, I would, I would take him in a heartbeat. I even would have taken him back then. I would, but I wouldn't now because he's tainted by City. Yeah, City obviously he's, he's waving right, the City what flag. What I want to know is, I knew you were linked with him a couple of years ago, but it was a time when you got Lindelof, then you look, oh, it's Ruben Diaz as well. And it came both from Benfica. So I think you went for Lindelof instead. We got the wrong one. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what I was. I don't think Lindelof is a bad player. No, but Ruben Diaz is a better player. No, 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 no. Lindelof needs a partner like Ruben Diaz next to him. Lindelof needs a partner like M- Maguire needs a partner um, like Eric Bailly next to him. Lindelof and Bailly will be a good partnership. Guarantee you, Lindelof's been one of our best defenders this season. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. What do you guys think about using De Bruyne as a false nine and not not uh, actually starting Aguero uh, up front? I'm, you can't do that all the time. He has to mix it up. Do you think that was some tactical genius? Yeah. He's done it with Messi before, though, and Pedro. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's a... He's done it before, so he knows but, what he's doing. But I'd, I'd, Messi's a bit of a um, red herring, isn't it? What yeah. about Pedro, though? Yeah, I mean, Pedro, he, even he, Pedro, that guy... He tried with Mario Goethe by Munich, so... you know, Mario Goethe is, it was initially deployed as a false knight, even, yeah. even at Dortmund. Dortmund, yeah, he was. Was he? I thought yeah, he always played, played as the number 10... Behind Lewandowski, his initial, and his, on the his initial thing was always a false nine. Even, he was always just behind the striker. Even right. look at Thomas uh, Muller, his his transformation into being a, a winger. Yeah, but he, Thomas he Muller was, is something different, man. Yeah, he's he's, he's made a out of something different. Roy Dota, obviously, space interpreter, um, how he likes to call it. Um, he's obviously moulded him himself a position uh, that that's going to go down in history. So, uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a weird one. And De Bruyne, De Bruyne played, I think, really well. I think he played really, really well. Uh, he didn't. He didn't play as a as a obviously a, a fashionable um, striker. He used to get. He had to get used to the role, though. He, well, yeah, and he did really well. Uh, it, 
I, I don't know what the thing is. I, I look at the lineup. And I'm thinking, okay, what is Pep thinking? Is he thinking, oh yeah, so this is the lineup. We're not going to have a recognised striker. Are we going to bring in the pressure in so we can use the wide players to start overlapping and to counter attack the way that they they pass around teams and uh, constant pressure, or are they just looking at literally just constant pressure with all those midfielders who have high tenacity yeah. and high energy? I think they were occupying space rather than actual positions. I agree with that. So what they were trying to do, because you but saw Cancelo bomb It's such a robust formation. It it's 4-1-4. It uh, but credit God, you all one four one. I think it was 4-6. <laughs> literally 4-6. At times, yeah. It yeah was it was four, four, so. there, was no, there was no striker line and literally yeah. everyone would occupy a space. If somebody wasn't occupying it, then somebody else would take over that particular space. And that's why when I saw Cancelo, I mean, Cancelo was so far ahead. Yeah, he was so good. He was brilliant, by the way. And I, you go back to De Bruyne. I think that's probably De Bruyne's best performance in just under a year. You know, he's that's a, that was a brilliant performance that, yeah. that he put in. Because, like you said, false nine, totally different role to what he's normally accustomed to. And then on on top of it, he, he literally dictated everything from midfield to attack. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. I don't expect anything less from Kevin De Bruyne, though. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, okay, so moving on. Um, we were gonna tie up the last four teams that we haven't um, looked at in terms of who they would sign um, and the signing that they had to make if if they were to make it in January. So we're, we're in January now. Um, there actually hasn't been too much transfer rumors going around. Generally, I mean, I usually see Sky Sports drumming up loads of stuff, but I'm guessing it's because of COVID. Um, how about this? Uh, we'll start off with you, Ali. Uh, I think the f- first team that we we were talking about was Everton that we haven't talked about. They were they were in the top four. Yeah, well, I've went for experience in the midfield, and you could possibly play him as a second striker. Uh, played for Inter Milan, uh, Nyangalan. Nyangalan, yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, so uh, an old yeah, experienced guy. An old experienced guy with Carlo Ancelotti you can actually rely on. You know, um, with obviously Hammers getting injured a bit and. Obviously, you've got Alan and Decore, but if you have a bit more steel there, it might help Everton even get top four. Okay. That's that's the way I'm looking at it. You know, I don't think people would think of that, but I was like, mm, who could good old Carlo bring in? So I thought, Nangalan. I was playing FIFA 4, but I was like, man, I forgot about this geezer. <laughs> it, was, it was Mohawk and everything, looking like a madman smoking cigarettes and whatnot. But he is a beast in midfield. He's a beast in midfield when he wants to try, and he, he's come out a few times where he's like, oh, you know, I didn't want to... I didn't want to put in the effort to be something like Messi Ronaldo. Yeah, but do you remember I reading think, that? I think someone like Carlo Ancelotti can get the best out of him. Could do. Um, I, for some reason, w- was thinking of a Golo. Uh, a Golo from Man United? Well, yeah, because his, uh, his contract runs his out at the, uh, runs uh, in yeah. January. No, no. Why would you think of him for Everton? No? Like, I'd, in I've, what sense? I feel like um, like I'm like I'm itching my I feel, head. I feel like the the, the hold up player, and he's he's a very very solid player. Um, and I think um, with Everton, they've got their main, they've got the the starting eleven that I don't think really we need to improve on. Sometimes when a system's working and the way that they were playing football, that there doesn't really need to be a change. And I couldn't really think of a player that could really improve it, that they could realistically sign. And Agarlo would just offer them more reinforcement. Andre Silva from Frankfurt. That's one I could think of on top of my head if you want to go down that route. Could do. But would he come? Would he come? Why wouldn't he come? More money? 
Yeah. Uh well, yeah. With you know, Frankfurt's not a bigger club than Everton. Let's no, be no, no, they're not. Definitely not. Definitely not. But yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the some of their players got poached from Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what were you as? Um, Everton's biggest pitfall has been since they've lost James Rodriguez. I'd say a little bit of creativity. Yeah. So I think but, they should just go. Uh, I mean, he didn't play that well in the last game. No, but I think uh, that's form. Being out of action, you know yeah. all that kind of stuff. He started off the season electric, and they were they were unbelievable. I'd actually uh, have a backup player for him. I'd get Mesut Ozil. Ozil, yeah, that's Damn. not a bad job, but I don't think they could afford the the wages. I don't know. They, no, no. they, they can't afford they the can, wages. They, they can't can afford, afford the wages. They're, they're, they're very wealthy team, but yeah. I just think. Um, it was Mashuri bought Everton, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know who bought Everton. I just Mishuri, know they're very Mishuri very wealthy. Usmanov who wanted Arsenal. Uh, went went on board of Everton. Right. That's what happened. Mm. Well, whatever they're rich. Yeah, they spend a lot of money. Özil, you know, needs to be freed. Um, I'm part of the hashtag. I could free see actually Özil going to Fenerbahce just because he wants to be back in Turkey by by looking at his Instagram posts and that, whatnot. Is that his um, boyhood club, Fenerbahce? No, he's born in Germany, so he was always oh, a Schalke no, guy. No, but obviously his his. Um uh, I, I think so because he's always rumoured with Origins. Fenerbahce. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. He probably has more of an allegiance and affiliation to um, Turkey now, ever since the whole thing happened with Germany. Yeah. yeah and then he had pictures you of know. Erdogan as well. Yeah. So yeah actually, he, he could go with Başakşehir because that's Erdogan's team. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Um, okay, so uh, the other one is Leicester. Um, for me, um, I'll start off with this one. I was thinking Douglas Costa, free agent. Um, he would be a very, very good backup for Vardy. And just adding some more um, dirtiness to the club. Um, because at the moment... Um, yeah, the Douglas player, Costa or Diego Costa? Uh, Do- sorry, uh, Diego Costa. Diego. I was, yeah, I agree with Diego Costa. I was thinking <laughs> yeah. when you said Douglas Costa yeah, as, a, as a free agent, I was thinking, no, wait, no. this would be a good signing. Yeah. You'll play on a wing, get some pace in there. Cause yeah. I was going and then down you said route. dirty player. Dirty player, <laughs> sorry, Diego Costa, my yeah. apologies. Oh, um, Diego, we love you. How old yeah. is he, 62? <laughs> 72 yeah doubt. <laughs> um uh, to be honest with you I don't know how old he is he's, he's in his 30s but he's, he's old, still yeah. playing pretty well he, um, he's an animal to be fair Rodgers wanted him at Liverpool if Suarez was going to leave for I think yeah. he was for Arsenal at the time yeah, yeah I remember so. um, and uh, they've obviously got Vardy who's playing class but I just feel like he would be such an impact sub I think, I think that's a great signing. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I think I'll that's just, great I signing. I don't know if he'll go to Leicester, though. I just can't see it. Uh, uh, he'd go anywhere. He'd, he'd go anywhere. Free agent, mate. Yeah. <laughs> free agent, get Newcastle, sign him up. Once again, Leicester are a very wealthy club. Uh, yeah. And Leicester could probably, you know, pay him, you know, a nice little, yeah. you know, brown paper bag sort of job and say, here you go, mate. And he'll play. He doesn't yeah. care. Oh, yeah. I agree. I agree. You know, and he'll go home wearing an Atletico Madrid top, you know, and then... <laughs> Party the next night and then turn up to training the the, the Oh, good day. old Diego! I miss you, you in know? the Premier League. Just don't play against Liverpool. I don't care. And um, who would you pick, was for Leicester? I don't know. You know, I'm quite impressed with Leicester's team. Um, you got to pick someone. Yeah, <laughs> I, no, I, I would see, do players. I love Ndidi. I want Ndidi at Manchester United. Yeah, I like Madison. I think he's a good player. Um, I look at their midfield, I can't really, you know, edit their team. I think Vardy can fit into any other team across the country. I think defensively, they're quite solid. Uh, Johnny Evans, I'd probably change him. I'd probably go for a a, a centre-back. But he's, he, him and Sionchu have been absolutely they're, they're brick walls, aren't they? That's what I'm talking about. They're brilliant. And they've got a really good way of recruiting team, uh, recruiting players. You know what? I'm going to say one. I'm going to say something controversial. Go for it. Um 
get rid of the goalkeeper, Casper Schmeichel, because I don't think he is what the modern day, you know, inverted commas, uh, goalkeeper. I think he's a good goalkeeper. Um, I just don't think he's. I'd Who would you for, sign? Go sign Dean Henderson on loan. You need him. We need him. We need him to. <laughs> we need him. We need a bit of. Uh, you mean get some experience for Dean get Henderson? Some experience. Yeah. Right, I get that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I mean, it's it, it, you know, it's not far off. Yeah. You could see it happening, potentially. I, I just can't see where to edit and manipulate their team. For, it, for me, it's the, uh, every time I see Leicester, I feel like they're so hot and cold sometimes and they're, they're, they're not consistent yeah. enough That's for it. how good they play in certain games and then they don't show up whatsoever. And f- um, I, was, I was just thinking of someone as an impact person, but then the next thing for me would be someone to be consistent for them. You see... You talk about they're like in that barrier between really elite club and really good. Well, potentially forming the new part of the new top six. Obviously, yeah. Arsenal are most likely. Well, top you eight. never know. Let's be honest. <laughs> you never Arsenal know. are doing bad. They're like a couple of points behind Chelsea now. Yeah, no. But, but that's Chelsea is so crap. But I, I still say suspect with uh, um, Arteta. Right. Uh, I feel like um, Leicester is actually molding themselves right. into the top I'll six. Go, I'll go a couple of players which I had in mind. So, one of the players, I thought, Zaniolo from Roma. Oh, he'll never come. I don't that, know. Th- th- I don't know. Point. I don't know. Zaniolo yeah. might come because no. shit, Under came, and I was quite shocked he came on even on loan. Under, I was quite under, shocked with that. Under came um, is because they paid good money for him, and it was it was it was a boost. It was a it was a difference. I think Zaniolo could come if Roma want to sell. I don't think they would lose their their homeboy. I think everybody in Roma loves Zaniolo. Man, when I they went love Rome, him he and was, his he mom. Was worship, man. They love him and his mum. I'm telling you, like <laughs> I don't know if you've I, seen I, it. I, I'm telling you right now, his mum is nearly as famous as him. <laughs> you know, can I down, just, man? What the can I just say something? I mean, look at the team. I think their only weakness really is uh, Mark Albrighton. I had another, had another play for that. Douglas position. Costa, your mistake. That's, that's what I thought. That's what I was thinking you'd go down with. Cause <laughs> he actually would fit in, I'm not going to lie. Shall I tell you the other player I was thinking of? Jesus Corona from Porto because he linked Ooh. up with Pereira yeah, yeah, on, the, yeah. on the right side. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what I was thinking. I was going down that route. When he went Doug- that... Douglas Costa, I was thinking, yeah. my guy's on the same tracks as me. Yeah, you know, yeah. we're going F1 here. But no, he goes Diego. He wants to go nuts someone or bite someone or do something crazy. Yeah. So, so are those your two? Zaniolo and Corona? Yeah. Those okay. are the two which I was thinking. Okay. Okay. Good, good shouts. Well, um, we've got our uh, Man United. Um, Not my Man United, of course. Go on, uh, then you go first, Ali. Right. Well, who do you think we need to sign? Experience in the back. Go with David Alaba. Okay, interesting. He 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 fits the Man United mold. You know, going from Bayern Munich by Man United, it'll be it'll be a good transition for him, and I think he'll do well for I the Red Devils. I don't think Hansi Flick will let him go because he. He will want Alaba and his experience and um, throughout the season. You think? Yeah, I don't think you let let him go anytime soon. It might not be him selling him. It might just be the board saying, "Look, we need to get some money for him." You never know. Potentially. You know, they had to sell Thiago I, to Liverpool. Look what they did. I think it's Upa Meccano for me. I, I literally see, don't. Need I can't see. I can't see Upa Meccano coming in January though. But I can see Alba coming. Yeah. I, well. Well, this is the thing. I don't. I don't see any centre backs coming. To be honest with you, but yeah, Upa Meccano, uh is the is the guy that I, I feel like I don't even talk about. We know what the problem is with Man United. We've got um, more than enough in every single other department. Just just defence. Man, can I just say I love Cavani, man. That guy. Love him. What a what a quality player. I wish I had him at Liverpool. Love him. Just I, the experience. Absolute elite player. What were you? I I'd buy. I personally want a centre back and a holding midfielder. 
I think they were. Alba can cover those positions. They, they were. They were for yeah, me. Can. Yeah, of course he could. Um, and I also would like a right winger. I've been they're the three signings I wanted. Alba last can summer. cover that position as well if he wants. Just no, like, no, 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 no. You can only pick one. <laughs> I, I know I can only pick one, but I'm just going to come out with the three. So centre back right now in January would be Badia Shield, but I'd go with Upper Upper Meccano if we were signed a centre back in the summer. Yeah, yeah. Badia Shield from Monaco because he is young and he can grow into the team. Yeah. Uh, holding midfielder Wilfred Ndidi. I love the guy. I think he's the next Kante and probably better. Right wing, I'd switch Rashford over to the right and I'd stick Jack Grealish on the left. Happy days. Oh, Jack Grealish. Yeah, yeah, Man, definitely. Jack Def- Grealish, what def- a player. Definitely the game uh, we played against them. Um, Brilliant player. He's showing off again. Like he, he definitely is like just teasing Man United. Like you know, that was an audition, sign, wasn't it? Sign, sign the paper. It's an audition, man. Yeah. We've, I've said I've wrote an article about it as well. Um, he, he's uh, he's tempting loads, loads more play, um, loads more clubs now. Um, but yeah, okay. So the last one, uh, because we're running short on time, Liverpool. Um, go on, you go first. Who do Liverpool need to sign? And I, I gen, I generally, I, I think it's the same. It's it's defense. Um, strikers win your games. Defenses win your leagues. And you need you need that centre back. So for me, it was uh, trying to find a centre back that would come. And try and fill in that void. It's hard. I honestly could not think of many centre backs apart from that guy uh, from oh, what's his name? It's Mohamed something from Strasbourg, I think it is. You're going down league one as well. Yeah, that's a league. That's, I'm, I'm going to find I'm him. I'm going to find him because I had him and it's completely gone out of my mind now. Uh, go on. Um, was who would you who would you say? I'd actually Messi. No, I'd go for somebody that's sort of like a B Tech uh, Van Dyke. Basically, well, this is the guy I'm thinking about in the mold, yeah. but not as good as, or possibly younger and could that's can be as good as. Th- that's exactly yeah. what I'm going for as well. I personally think uh, you know Kunate, the guy who plays right next to Upper Meccano. Kunate, yeah, I yeah. think him or Alaba is another one. Now Alaba and Van Dijk in defence, that would be like airtight. He could come yeah. for Thi- Thiago lineup, yeah, uh, link up. Sorry, the other person, and I'm thinking just you know literally who's happy to sit there in the bench on the bench. And literally, when Van Dyke comes in and when Joe Gomez is playing, mm-hmm. and be a rotational yeah. player, Tyrone Mings got experience in the Premier League. He's I actually think, all right. I think he's a very solid player. Man, that's I really a good like him. shout. But would Villa let him go? That's a thing in January. I'm just, I don't think you know, I'm throwing out let him go in the summer. City bought Nathan Ake. Yeah, I think of he's bloody ex- I would have Nathan Ake right next to Maguire. Oh, he's. he's shit. I don't think Ake is that great. No, I think he's good. I think he's shit, very He's overrated. That's that's how I feel about Aki. For I, once, me and you, we agree. No, no, I, I actually think he's decent. I think he, I think City have got an astute signing there. But bear in mind, City buy anyone. They about spent about seven hundred million on defense, haven't they? They did buy Claudio Bravo. So, <laughs> what what does the scouts know? What does Guardiola know? Let's get Dowden. Dowden for president. Dowden for coach. Oh man, City. I wish, man. Bring them down. <laughs> All right. Okay. What what was your um, what was your one? Can you not find him? Uh, honestly, I couldn't. Uh, his name's literally just... All you remember is the Mohammed. Well done, mate. His That's the of the world. His, f- uh, <laughs> <laughs> his first name uh, is Mohammed, but I c- honestly can't remember for the life of me his second name. But yeah, carry on. Sorry. <laughs> you talking about my parents here? <laughs> okay, no. Um, Sylvain Botman from Lille. Um, Dutch defender, young. Came from the Ajax Academy. Played for Lille. Um, league on oh, no, can get as money as much money as they can, so it's good to cash in now. Very true, very true. 
This is why, and he's he's being call, called up by the Dutch national team. Yeah, has he? Yeah, in November. Basically, the Premier League needs to exploit the uh, French league. Simple, <laughs> just oh, buy as many players. It, there is buy as many players. Mohamed Simakan. That's oh. his name. He's apparently a Van Dyke light, um, and he's been playing absolutely class this uh, this year. Uh, I've seen him play a few matches. Uh, to be honest with you, they were only highlights. Yeah. Um, and they were mainly highlights of him. That's what really attracted me. And then I've I've actually been um, following some of his stats. And I, for some reason, I kept thinking Simicas. Uh, Simicas already plays for us. For, yeah, for, that's the thing. And I didn't want to. I didn't. Want <laughs> Imagine you saying Simicas. Wait, you already played for us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't want to say his name and uh, commit to it, and then get it wrong horribly, like you did with obviously David Brooks and Southampton. So where, where does he play? <laughs> Man, don't remind me of that. So of that. I made sure I didn't say. I didn't say what I was gonna say, and I checked. So Stras- he plays for Strasbourg. Strasbourg, yeah. Um, and Strasbourg are seventeenth at the moment, so I mean that doesn't give him much. But he he I think is uh, is quality, and he's he's a he's a short term fix. He's better than your defenders at the moment. So Mohamed we've got no defenders. What are you on about? Henderson's my defender. Reese Reese Williams. Well. Williams. Yeah, he, he look they they they're they're not good enough for the Liverpool first team. Nico Williams is good as an understudy for Alexander Arnold, but that's it. Fair, fair. Um, and with all that in mind, I think. Uh, I think we'll give it a wrap. Um, like a I, chicken tikka in yeah, a wrap. And if any, anybody's got more suggestions of what you'd like to see in terms of the summer signings, let us know if you like this segment that we did over, I think it was like about five uh, episodes. Um, going through each team, uh, let us know definitely in the comments in both YouTube and um, we got a quite nice email uh, the other day didn't we, from one of the fans. So Did he fake that? No, no, I sent it <laughs> to you. I was, I was so surprised. It was quite nice. Um so yeah, uh, I think we'll call it a day, and obviously follow us on um, on YouTube, the dressing room, uh, on Instagram, the dressing room nine, TD room nine for Twitter, uh, and obviously available on all uh, major spot um, hosting platforms for podcasts, so Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. So yeah, thank you guys. Thank That's you. Donna Kebab wrap. Bye. Thank you. Take care. Bye bye.